Good morning. God will grant us favor to have sweet sleep. But don't forget, he can also wake you up out of it. <laughs> to do something according to his will. Hallelujah. I'm up, God. I'm up. Okay. God said to me, Quenisha, it's the first time he ever did that. This is not, this is the, oh God, this is the first time he have done this. And what I mean by this in this way, he usually wake me up filled with a word again. This time he woke me up with the word right there for me to grab it. God, let me pick it up. It says Lamentations. <laughs> just pick up the whole word. It's like a banner. Just pick it up and just go ahead, Quenisha. You know what to do. Oh God. <laughs> Lamentations, huh? Let me get up. Hallelujah. Please excuse the no music. All of that is, is straight to the point here. God said, Lamentations, Quenisha, Lamentations. And give me the word warned. Not will be warned, not warning, but you have been warned already. And these words are going to where they need to be sent. Now, God is really, really serious about what he says. And just speaking about lamentations, it's a lot of, you know, chastisement, destruction, and, you know, punishment due to the children of God, you know, being rebellious and, you know, forgetting about their covenant with God. And God say, also, I'm going to take you a little deeper in lamentations where things wasn't able to be mentioned. It was a lot, a lot of trickery, a lot of manipulating, a lot of maliciousness going on amongst the children of God. And they were conquered by the Babylonians. And God had it to be that way. Because he was making a point. You are not going to have a blessed life without listening to me and being obedient. Because if many of us can have a blessed life doing what we want to do, we will not have surrendered. But he's the one who created us to obey him, to serve him, to love him, to fear him. And to fear God is to depart from evil. There are two different types of fears. God said, don't be afraid of sudden fear. That's demonic fear. But fear the Lord. That is heavenly fear, to depart from evil. And the more that evil be exposed unto us, the more we even learn about what happens when we don't obey God. The things that we reap due to the negative seeds that we sow, even when we hurt our neighbor or disrespect our neighbor, is being done unto God because in his word he says, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. 
That is the fear of the Lord. To depart from evil. Two different types of fears. Hallelujah. And what God was meaning about lamentations, he said, Quenisha, July 12th on your podcast, I had you to give a word for me, which was a warning. And you gave a warning on top of another warning that I sent an awesome man of God to give over all who have more influence here in the earth because many are following him because he's been following me just about his entire life. He's very seasoned, very influential, very powerful. And God used this man to say, every message I have ever said, every book I have ever written, every sermon I have ever preached, before you hear this message, I want you to trash it. And he was preaching about first fruits and how it's done traditionally. And God said, I'm not saying not to give. So you can't give a word to God who is a creator of the word, who put the word above himself. To every congregation that can apply to this message, you will see the hand of God concerning this thing. Because God woke me up with the word right there in front of me this time. That's how serious he is. Because a lot of times, God would speak to a messenger and a lot of times we would deliver a message where we go back and forth to deliver it more because we don't want no one to perceive it wrong. People got different kind of personalities. We don't want no one to take out something and think that it's against them. We want to be very passive, very emotional, you know, positively, passionately. You understand? Very empathetic, sympathetic to people's needs, to people's, you know, personalities. But when God is speaking about something directly, it is what it is. Sometimes we try to translate it very nurturing. And God came back to me this morning as you heard me slowly getting up. Now you know I'm all the way up because God is very serious about this thing. God said, I never said not to give because in my word it says to give. I never said not to give your first fruit. It says in my word to give your first fruit. I said I am dismantling illegitimate authority, traditional authority, religious authority, meaning that you have to come up higher in every area of your life. When it even comes to the positive traditions, you have to come up higher. And you know, and I know we hear a word from God in a sense of direct direction. Giving us word from word. And a lot of times we don't want to receive it from the messenger because we don't want to receive what God is actually saying through the messenger. Because we don't want to make that necessary change. Quenisha said, God said, which God did say, in so many ways that we give. He's not just saying give, you know, your first fruits or just give only. You can give in so many other ways, shapes, and form. But just don't allow your giving to take your heart off of God being our provider to put it in our hands to continue to do. 
And God say, all of that is so well said, Quenisha. But every apostle and every, you know, person, every teacher, every preacher, every evangelist, every prophet who have given this word due to these warnings about the giving I'm talking about been mocked, was laughed at. And many would say and call other people. Are they referring to us? No, they're not. Okay, fine. And it doesn't mean that you think about or you coming at a person's congregation specifically. Like God using me to say, and I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it well. If you can relate to what God is saying to me at any time, every time he used me to speak to you as well as me, then you pull from what God is saying to your spirit, man. And God said, many of us are mocking the messengers. I've been here long enough. Can't nobody tell me where this person come from. They don't know what they're talking about and try to back up what needs to be uncovered with scripture. There's nothing but using scripture to make an excuse, not to make no necessary change. And God said, guess what? You have been warned. I've given you 30 plus days. In fact, he said to me, I've given you 40 days and 40 nights. See, my message was 32 days. But the message before me was before mine. That made it 40 days. Eight days before mine. Which made it 40 days ago and 40 nights ago. So God actually waited 40 days and 40 nights for those necessary leaders in these congregations all around the world who he's talking to. And he didn't just use me to send a message. He used other people for others to hear due to a connection from the north, south, east, and west over this entire planet, this entire middle realm, to make the necessary changes. And the percentile is very low on those who obeyed the warning. And I'm going to tell you the difference about when God gives a warning. He gives you time and giving you a chance to make the correction. Due to the conviction that we will feel in our spirit to be converted. And many of us did not because we did not want to follow. And we knew what God was saying, but we take it as God was saying about giving your tithes and your offering. God not talking about that. And for those who God is talking to know darn well what he's talking about. He's saying to me to say to you, you knew all along what I was talking about. You try to use my word to cover up for you feeling convicted to stop making positive changes that you don't want to make but you needed to make in order to accelerate, but you chose not to, and that's why it is crumbling down. And God even referring to me giving a word, what was this, weeks ago, and I say, I do not desire anyone to be punished. 
I didn't even know I was speaking prophetic. I just felt that in my spirit, in my heart, because I don't desire, but I do desire that we come alongside with God and listen to what he have us to say. You understand? And then we will come back with a word saying, I'm not afraid of punishment. Wait a second. Wait a second here. Wait a second here. We can't find word in the Bible to cover up other words that God is trying to expose in order for us to go further. That's like we throwing word back at each other, but the word is not for a person who is the word and who lives the word of the word because they already know. We can't use the word to try to sugarcoat, to try to cover up anything that God is clearly exposing because I can feel God the same way that he acted during that time when he was approaching Pharaoh. Because punishment is here. The crying out is here because the crumbling down is here. God said, you have been warned already. And in Lamentations, his children have been warned already. So there go them being conquered and those crying out due to the punishment they were receiving. And they were crying out so greatly. Spare us, Father. We can't take this. And when we mock a messenger sent by God, we're not mocking the messenger. We're mocking the voice behind the messenger. Now, what happens when people mock the voice of God? We have read that and we read it every day in the word. Think about every prophet that went forth, every messenger that spoke a word and people laughed at it or had something to say about it. How many times a person looked on, listened to this podcast and pulled out words from it and went to people over them and only giving them their version as if God's using me to be against them and not before them. Say of God. Hallelujah. That's why you got to fall back and let God be God. And many a times we want to just, you know, speak up for what's correct to correct the situation. But sometimes that's speaking up because the heart can be so hard, they can make a matter worse. So God will have us to fall back, continue to pray, continue to honor, continue to stand, continue to be faithful, continue to be lenient, be present, don't leave, don't give up, don't complain. Just continue to pray and watch him move and not have it in your heart. All right, no, God going to get him. No. Already know God got this entire situation. Because I'm going to tell you like this. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Really embrace that scripture. And really embrace that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, against neighbor upon neighbor, but against the evil one. But if we're not receiving a message from a messenger because how we personally feel about that person, you have already considered that person to be an evil one. But that's not what God is saying. We cannot try to make the word work for us in a sense to cover up what we know we shouldn't be doing. And trust me, it's clearly being noticed. But people can honor so much at what we do that they just don't say nothing to us. 
but don't think it's not being thought about in the presence of God. God said the warning has already been sent 40 days ago. And just because God would give a messenger a message about congregations, don't take it as if God is just singling out one. Hallelujah. It goes around the midst of it all. So if you're going to take my message, God used me to say, and take out what you want to take out, God said, don't take out, or I'm going to take out of your life. Don't add in, or I'm going to add in plagues in your life. And the plagues are not the old traditional way of plaguing. You understand? Because the day has changed. And the generations has changed due to modern things that have been invented. And God knows exactly what to do and how to do to gain every soul's attention here. So you don't want to do what you've been doing to this podcast ever again. And you know exactly who you are. That's a spirit of trickery, trickery, maliciousness, manipulating. Bitter, backbiting, all of the above, plus many more. They are words for that the kingdom can say that the earth have no idea what it even means. And we cannot say, I'm not afraid to be punished. Because when you walk with God, you've been justified. So if you're experiencing chastisement, then you already made a decision who you came up under. It don't matter how we come together and try to pray it away and try to laugh it off. God's laughing is his way of laughing. Not malicious laughing, not negative motive laughing, not trying to tear down laughing, not trying to cover up laughing, not linking up with those who need to be disconnected from them to know how to link up laughing. Because enough is enough with that type of laughing. Because now the warning has been sent out 40 days ago. And guess what? The change God sent to me that he wanted to be made is not made. So guess what? When he put in your hands, you left him no choice but to take it away. I said this many of times even on a live video. But it was taken for granted and it was spoken over the messenger. Spoken against the messenger. Well, that's not what we do. We don't speak over a person that we know, that we know that we know, don't do it the work. So who's doing it? God. But I believe God, but I just don't want to believe God through you. Why? Because my honor for you is not honorable, so I don't want to receive what you got to say. But the thing is, this is how our Father moves, this is how Abba moves, this is how Yahweh moves, this is how El Elohim moves, El Elyon moves, this is how he moves. He's going to send that person that you feel that way to just to receive a word because you shouldn't feel that way in the first place. If you're supposed to love, you understand. Don't take this message and speak against it anymore because you're not speaking against me. You're speaking against God. Many opportunities that were presented before you to sit down and have an even discussion and I said, even discussion. You know why? Because it's an even exchange. Same God you have, same God I have. Same anointing, same anointing. 
Same covering, same covering. But the difference is, is it the same fruit? Is it the same fruit? What happened to the fruit? There can't be any more giftings if there's no more fruit present. The fruit that you had before, it has to bear much more. Because fruit on a tree, it has to fall off. And that is your harvest. So you bear much more fruit staying connected to the vine than you bear much more. So if you're not connected to the vine and connected to someone else, then it's nothing to bear. God said to me, Quinesha, there's a saying in the earthly realm. One bad apple can spoil an entire bunch. And God said, well, my perspective of it, don't throw that bad apple away. Because that bad apple still has seeds inside that you can plant new fresh apples. Mm. Hallelujah. And Christ has quickly reminded me of the fig tree. He knew it wasn't season for the figs to be on. He knew before he got there, it wouldn't be any on there. But the purpose was, he wanted to see the power that you have whatsoever you say. He cursed a tree that did what it was supposed to do. Produce when it's seasoned to. And he knew it wasn't the time because it stayed in the word. It wasn't the season for it. It wasn't that he got mad because it wasn't nothing on it. Hallelujah. He wanted to make a point. You can speak to anything in season, out of season, due season. And if you're alongside with God, it's going to be exactly that. Hallelujah. What happened to the encounter of Holy Ghost due to your baptism? God has had me to ask. And these words going everywhere. Japan, China, everywhere. Russia, America, my neighborhood, my community, Africa, everywhere around the world these words are going. Just because they're on this recording don't mean they're going further than that. Because there are angels waiting that have been dispatched to hear Words for this day that God put in me to go out and place them where they need to be sent. And God is visiting a lot of places. Let me sum it up so we cannot say things like, come on then. I'm not afraid of no punishment. What does that even sound like being a child who's walking free indeed? Because God said in his word, weeping may endure for a night. But what comes in the morning? Joy. There's no punishment in joy. And don't confuse punishment with persecution. Because persecution is set up to prosper. Punishment is set up to, you understand, destroy one's old self. So they can't humble themselves to walk in the new how dare any of us to hear a message and have someone tell us what's being said and we give a message due to what they're telling us. Why don't we just put a stop to that messenger? That's what God is saying. Many of us have messengers in our ear feeding us wrong news, bad news. 
If it's nothing good, then how can it prosper? So it's like you're trying to, you're, you're frustrating the grace, whoever can apply to this. Let's see if this message can pass on because of God used me to say this. Come on. <laughs> you understand? I'm a woman that will go straight to the source about anything to make great change. This is not my choice to have to be heard giving a word like this per se. Even if it's directly, I'd rather go to the person. But guess what? Somebody might be in the way of me reaching to that person. That God will just have it be said any way, shape, or form. Because it's going to be heard regardless. No matter who tried to stop it from actually being heard how it's actually supposed to be. Hallelujah. So Lamentations was nothing but a lot of crying out. But God is getting deeper with Lamentations where it wasn't able to be described as such in the passage. And what God means by that is that they were suffering severe punishment. But the difference is God doesn't desire to have his children reap the rewards that only those who are against supposed to reap the children of God. Because God had the children of God releasing such destructional things that took place in people's lives that were against them. And God helped them win every battle. He would even have the sun to remain still, cause the rain to stand still, to make sure his children win and overcome. But somehow he switched it over and had those who were the enemy to overcome the children of God and had them to cry out. Why? Because they forgot their covenant. Let me quickly get to further on what God used me to say. God said, I never said to any messenger or the messenger who gave a word to the earth to hear, not to give or give your tithes. He said, my message was, and those who can apply knew exactly what I was talking about, but trying to ignore the fact of what I was actually saying. I am saying what happens when you get the first fruit, when you receive the offering. For all the leaders who have congregations that can apply to what God is using that messenger to say to you at that time. And had to send many more messengers, I'm one of them, because it still wasn't getting through. And many say, it don't apply to us. It doesn't mean that you're under that leadership. God made every congregation around the planet. Hallelujah. Because I'm speaking the word don't mean I'm speaking directly to a person. I'm speaking overall. So for the messenger who's been doing that, listen to me carefully. Say if God threw me to say to you right now, stop it. Hallelujah. He's saying, I said what's been happening and what's happening when you receive the first fruit and the offering. God said, that is my money. That's mine. Not in a sense that I need. So stop trying to 
put me where I don't belong. I'm too great for it. I'm the creator of it. So don't put it in a sense that I don't need. I didn't say I did save God. I said just bring it to me. Because I know what to do with it. I'm going to cause you to prosper in ways you never thought to prosper. But you actually cannot because you're frustrating the grace that's upon your life to prosper in a way that you have never prospered before. Because you have not came alongside me in order to tell you what to do with it once it come to you. I wasn't speaking to the audience. I was speaking to those who are addressing the audience. I wasn't telling the people of the church that's in the church who give cheerfully, who give generously their 10% and their offering. That's not what I said that man of God is saying. Those who can apply know that. But you try to cover it up to make it work for you because you don't want to change that. Because the thing is, what we do or what we get from people regarding God, if God is not in it, and it becomes traditional. If God's not in it, it becomes religious. And that's all he's saying. I'm ending traditional and religious ways of doing things regarding my money. Because my children are giving it over to me. They're trusting me with their whole heart. They're sowing to me their first fruits. I see what they got on that light bill. I see what they got coming in the mail. I am their provider and they trusted me to give me their first fruit anyhow. They're pushing past. They're stirring themselves up and they're doing it real nicely, generously, cheerfully. So now your part is when you receive it, listen to me concerning it. Because it's not just to benefit you, it's to benefit those who sold it to you. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God said, you know what I was talking about. And you know who I'm talking to. I'm not talking about sowing. I'm not talking about reaping. Because I already said that. I've already spoken that. So stop quoting my word. To back up what you Trying to continue to do. When you know what I'm referring to. Say of God. And it's going to the north, south, east and west. To anybody. If this message don't apply to you. As a leader of a congregation. Then intercede. Don't just say. Oh it's not for me. And walk away as an intercessor. Intercede. So it can stop. Because God said. I'm not warning you this time. I'm letting you know that you have been warned this time. So you left me no other choice. Save God. See, there's a difference when he speaks. Because he's going to back it up. So, now that we got that clarification due to understanding, making a major correction due to misunderstanding God saying, let me say it again, I wasn't addressing the people's giving and how they give because they're doing what they're supposed to do. I'm talking to those who have congregations. I'm talking to the shepherds of each congregation who can apply to that warning. 
when they receive the money, what do you do with it? And that man, that great man, got it from the whole world, and he testified, and he said, and I sent them to say, and he said what I sent them to say. Therefore, he is seeing greater works like never before upon his life because he humbled himself. And he said, every word, every word I ever said before this moment, every book I have ever written, every sermon I ever preached before this moment, trash it. He began to talk about the things that he bought with the money. I looked at my mansion, looked at my jets, looked at my line, looked at my lifestyle. And I'm the one who did this. This is not God's blessing over my life, even though I am blessed. This is me causing myself to become blessed with people's first fruit and their offering. Because we thought that that's what we do with the money. We pay the bills and take care of ourselves because we've been sold into because we're releasing the word. But we got to see God as to what he wants to do with his money. Hmm. Hallelujah. See, God sees the giver. He don't really focus on the receiver. He focused on the giver. God so loved the world that he what? He gave. And God's not saying not to give. He's talking about when we as leaders of congregations, what happened when we receive it? The things that we're giving from people's jobs, people's bank accounts, but God is their provider and they're putting it all in God, trusting in God, doing what they're supposed to do. And then the shepherds of the houses who can apply to this message, God is speaking to you for those. What are you doing with it? And God spoke to you 40 days ago. He's saying to me concerning it. And you have laughed at the message. You have had many meetings and many were saying, what should we do? Do this regard us? And deep down inside, you knew it did. And some of you guys say you listen to the messenger who God used to say what to do when that man spoke over and over again, but made a decision. We're not going to follow that. Wait, 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 wait. Conversion cannot be present if conviction is not present. If conviction not present, and conversion not present, there is no prosperity. So until that moment, you have received a great reward due to your humility. But when God gives a word to bring forth great change and we don't make it to benefit us, to take the attention off of us and put it back on him concerning his money that we keep saying he don't need, we know he don't. He don't even need us. So we can't use that in the sense of needing because money is a thing. And if he don't need us and we are his children, we are people. You understand? And he calls us a chosen generation. We are peculiar. And if he don't need us, you understand? We can't try to make the word work for us to cover up what we know we shouldn't do 
as if it's okay to do. God says, stop doing that. And this is how it's clearly being noticed. When you talk over a messenger, instead of receiving what the messenger has to say, because it's not the voice who's speaking, it's the voice behind the voice that you are aware of. Hallelujah. So the punishment is in effect regarding any congregation that had not listened and God was talking to. No, it's not every congregation. It's not. Hallelujah. So don't say I said it is. Like God said, don't add in my word. Don't take it away. Or I'm going to add in your life and take away out of your life. We don't want that. Hallelujah. 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 Okay. Okay. Father. God says, you have been warned for those who he's talking to. So I suggest you make some phone calls. Go to the congregation immediately and sit those down who work in the financial department, the treasury department. It doesn't matter to those who can apply to this message, this warning that have been warned already. To make that change. And you better run and make that change now. And I mean whatever it is. That's manipulating. That's conniving. That's trickery. That's selfishness. Whatever it is. That's going on. That people don't know about. That you know what you're doing. Regarding God's money. That's coming from people. And supposed to be in your hands. To do what he have you to do. To every person can apply to this. A shepherd of any congregation all around the world. Make it right right now. And ask God, what do you want me to do with it? Because the thing about it is. When we think about our investments. A lot of us have forgotten the purpose of an investment. And that's why Christ is saying to me right now. That's why he turned that table up. Because they were trying to sell things to make investments there. It was like a, a flea market there. They had turned a play of worship to a flea market. Trying to make an honest hustle. And most of these flea markets out here, they're not bad. But many of them take things from other stores and companies and come out and sell. For cheaper. Or for more. Selling fake products. With real logos. This not Prada. This not Louis Vuitton. This not, you know, Chanel. And people have been shut down because they've been saying it is. This not organic fruit. You didn't get this from Farmer's Market. You got this from Giant. Matter of fact, you got this from Tiger Market. Come on. Come on. Like God don't see all that trickery. That's what they were doing in Lamentations, God said to me. And that's why they reap what they happened. They reap what they sowed. God said, you sow. And that you're going to reap. That's a good way and a bad way. God said, 
When you do in secret, you will be rewarded openly. There are two different types of reward. Blessing and cursing. You understand? You sow curses, you're going to reap them. Simple as that. What you do in secret, whether it's good or bad, you're going to be exposed openly. Whether you want to or not. We can't hide behind people. We can't hide behind the word. It is what it is. Hallelujah. God is saying enough with that. God said a lot of times you make investments and it takes away from, you know, just honoring and loving to give. Because many of us make investments thinking about what we're going to receive out of it. And many of us make much more out of the investment coming back in return than us giving. So many of us giving only to receive. The, you know, to receive. We're only giving just to receive. So it took your heart, or it could take my heart, off of just cheerfully, freely giving without thinking about nothing in return. Why? Because I trust in the Lord with all my heart, lean not to my own understanding, and in all my ways acknowledging him, and he shall direct my path. And if God can clothe the earth, feed the birds, how can he not provide for me? And I'm made in his image and likeness. How can I not say God is my provider when he say he is my Jehovah Jireh? So it's a trust issue. Many of us make investments and save in a sense regarding our future because we don't want to be without again. But your life is not set up to fall. It's set up to prosper. So why are you thinking thoughts that are causing to fall or thinking of failure when you are blessed in the city and you're blessed in the field? And everywhere you go, you are blessed. You are a carrier of the blessings of God. You are a carrier of the glory of God. So in other words, why are you panicking, making investments based upon what you're going to get out of it to make sure you have a brighter future? But you are not your provider. You just try to become that. God is that. So what God wants us to do, just continue to take steps of faith. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. God ain't built to every man the measure of hope, the measure of confidence. God dealt to every man the measure of faith. Those who come to God must know that he is God. Only believe. Even say, if I don't believe, help my unbelief. There's no way we can fail with all of the answers in the good book. We still have the same enemy they did. He's still trying to do the same thing else that he did to them. But just this day and age and time, killing is still the same. Stealing is still the same. Trying to destroy is still the same. Using those who are dear to us is still the same. On the job is still the same. Economy is still the same. Politically, still the same. That's why God created Judges, the book of Judges. Speaking about the political part of it, and it's still going on today. Times don't get worse with God. It gets greater because God's not moved by time. He's the creator of it. So live in the flow of the eternity. Why are you making investments? Why? For your benefit. Not saying godly investments. Now God will have you to. 
But some of us go above and beyond to make our own personal investments just to make sure our future is bright. But walking with God, it already became. Because he said, rise. Why? Because you're shining. And the hour has come. And God also said, you are a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. That is clearly seen to me. You understand? The light of the world is within you. You understand? And let me tell you like this. Receive what God is saying to you. If he's speaking to you. And if he's not, lift up those who he's speaking to. Because we have to stop being stubborn. Stop denying who God's using to say things to. And say things through. You understand? God said to every, you know, person who has a business, a company, a organization. Many people do a lot of good deeds just so they can get them back and much more doing taxes. And God said, that's the purpose of your good deed to the community is to get much more back in return for yourself and your family. And God said, many of the business owners are exaggerating what they have done just to gain more back in return. So it's called what? Cheating taxes. Hallelujah. God not saying not to do a good deed and get it back in return. God is saying what is in your heart concerning that good deed. Are you only thinking about the return before you even do the good deed? Then where's the cheer in your giving without expecting anything in return? See, when you seek God first, that's not expecting everything that will be added unto you. You're just seeking him first. Now, when you seek him and want only him, because when you love him and honor him so much that you already know that that is everything added unto me. You understand? Many of us seek God first just to have things added or want things added and begin to seek them once we think that things have been added. And whole time, they're not able to stand strong because we don't have no word to keep it strong. The foundation can only be built upon the word due to our faith regarding the word. It can't be built upon resources. It's just going to stay the way it is because it can't nothing be built unless Christ, our Father, the Holy Spirit, is the foundation. I saw a lot of water baptisms going on. Yeah. Holy Ghost is very present right now. Very present. And Holy Spirit is right beside it. I'm trying to tell you. Hallelujah. So I lift it all up that you hear this message wherever it's going. And from the other messengers that God is sending all over to say the same thing. He's not talking to the people giving. He's not talking to us giving and, you know, our 10% our offering. God said we're doing that. He's not going to tell you to do what you're already doing. God is talking to those who receive the money once they come to you. Once the money get in your hands regarding the congregation, what are you doing with that? That's what God is saying. What are you doing with that portion? And that's who God is talking to. He's not talking to 
the church, he's talking to the shepherds of every congregation who can apply to that warning. And I'm going to tell you like this. God is not moving. He already moved regarding this. Hallelujah. And the demonstrations are already in effect on who decides to deny the warning that was sent out. Hallelujah. So like I said, weeks and weeks ago, I do not desire no one to be punished. So don't come at me and say, I don't care about being punished. You're not supposed to be punished. The old man gone away. Punishment is condemnation. Punishment is not a reward. Punishment is not of God. And when Christ said punishment, he's not talking about punishment in the sense of calamity. He's talking about in the sense of persecution regarding what comes your way due to your neighbor being the cause of what they already aware that they're doing, which they know they should not. You understand? Punishment is because of negative things. Persecution is because of good things. Don't confuse the two. But some people's persecution can seem so punishing because it's coming sometimes from the people who are also in the same body. You understand? Seriously. Like it was a war, biblically speaking, and God had those people to turn on themselves. But that wasn't the children of God. That was those who are against them. So when we represent Christ, how does that look that we turn on each other? How does that even look to the enemy in such a time as this? How does that look to talk about fruit and, you know, lacking one, so don't have none? Hearing word from God and don't want to listen to it because you don't honor the messenger enough to listen? So what does it take for you to listen? For God to literally come in your face, which you can't even naturally take, to say to you audibly what he needs to say? When we always declare that God comes in any way, shape, or form, due to any work we sign and wonder. God says to say to you before I get off of here, he's going to show you your level of maturity by what you do when you hear this message and you know exactly who he's talking to. <laughs> it's going to show you your level of maturity due to what you do, how you receive regarding this message right here. Because usually God's saying to say to you, you will hear it from another person and they will misinterpret it on purpose, not because of purpose, and you will deliver how they said it, but the way how you deliver as if the messenger was against you, but you never address the situation to even figure out why is it happening that way. Come on. Okay? So, God said level of maturity going to show regarding what you say regarding this message and what you do. God not saying you have to Expose yourselves if this message applies to you. He's saying just come to him and make it right. Make it right. That's all. Make it right. That man who spoke sleeps so good at night. Sleep, and guess what? Didn't have to give up anything. Instead, God is blessing. 
his borders, his coast. God is blessing his great, 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 great grandkids and many after that. This man has reaped a magnificent harvest that is so incorruptible. Oh, God cannot be corrupted. Let me just say that. This man is reaping and he's going to continue to reap. Thank you, Father. When I'm talking to you, I thought I lost something. And I just let it go and bought a new one. And here goes God. Nothing can ever be lost. Here goes Quenisha. I bought it back and placed it here. It's not where it fell, but I placed it here for you to find. Look how sweet he is. You understand? Look how sweet he is. Now, who would want to deny his way of doing things? You understand? Who want to deny his way of doing things? It's his plan. It's his will. Why we got to be always in the way? Why we in the way at all even? And why is it so much of a big, you know, Time to just, why is it always attention in the area of, you know, finances, resources? That gains many attention. When you stay in the room, you're going to receive so much joy. Everybody shouting for joy. But if you prophesy, everyone will receive a financial breakthrough, increase in every home, increase in your account. The room gets so much louder because of the finances. <laughs> But why doesn't it be as loud when it comes to the joy? You don't want finances without no joy. Come on. <laughs> because you're not going to have no peace. There are many people who have money and no peace. You don't want that. Because many of them that came to me and said, give me your joy, your boldness, and I'll give you this house. I don't even care. No, you have your own. Even when you have your house. This is how you receive Hallelujah. So God woke me up just like that. Now that I'm up on top of being up, <laughs> I'm going to lie back down right now. So thank you for receiving. There's no more warnings. It, this is not even a warning. Just letting you know that there was a warning that was actually denied to those who denied it, who God is speaking to. He's not speaking to every congregation, just the ones who can apply. And he'll make sure he have your ears to hear what he's saying. So listen, so again I say, your level of maturity is going to be present when you give your next message. Say of God, I love you.